0: Everybody, this is Maranatha Remnant Ministries. Uh, we just got finished with worship. What was the song, Kevin? C.C. ends, Worthy of It All. Worthy of It All. What I liked, what was so beautiful about it is that it was depicting the book of Revelation where it shows the 24 elders casting their crowns before the Lamb. And I even remember like, what came to me, the, the Bible verse when we were praying and worshiping God was when John the Baptist saw Jesus for the first time. And he was saying, this is the Lamb of God who comes and takes away the sins of the world. And I just think about, like, wow, Jesus, you not only died for my sins, but you died for the whole sin of the world. Like, imagine how that is, like past, present, and future. And uh, it's just amazing. So, glory to God. Well, we want to welcome everybody from every different platform, every different background, every different nation. You know, Facebook Live, Instagram. Uh, Zoom, Uh, we love you guys. We hope you're doing well. And I believe God really wants to impart healing today. So if you need any physical healing in your body, I believe God's going to restore. He's going to make new. He's going to heal. And he's going to satisfy your need. So um, before we jump in, does anyone have any testimonies, anything they want to share? Praise reports. Anybody. Oh, I got one to share
1: them here. Um, I believe it was like a couple of weeks ago. I was, uh, I took my daughter out to get uh, some sushi. And she's over here naming restaurants. And I'm like, okay, hey, he's tired of all those. Like, you know, and I was like, you know, I don't want all of them. You know, I can't do that no more. Um, she's like, sushi. And I was like, you know what? I can, I can bear that. Like, you know, because, you know, those jalapeno rolls be smacking sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> so, I'm like, all right, cool. And then, uh, I just, I felt like a piece about, it. like, yeah, I go there So like, you know what, it's probably going to be anointed when we eat, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so we're there, and, uh, we usually don't sit at the little, like, bar area they have. Um, it's just, like, single seating. So, uh, so we go and we sit down, and, like, I'm literally facing the front door, and this kid walks in, and, you know, he had a box of candy I thought he was just selling uh, candy for, like, some sporting event or something. Like, you know, he's uh, he's part of the team at at his school. And uh, instantly I felt the Lord say, bless him. Give him all the cash in your wallet. And, you know, I'm like, you sure? Like, I, I don't think I heard you right, you know? <laughs> and then uh, I was fighting it. And I'm like, Lord, I ain't going to give him all the cash in my wallet. Like, seriously? And then... After I got done wrestling with it, I'm like, you know what, Lord? If you say it, I'll do it. So I get, I get, I get done. I finish, pay the bill, and I go outside, and I don't see him. And I'm like, oh, that was a test, Lord. Like you, you saw my heart, though, right? Like you know. Um, but I felt, I felt outside. Like, He's still there. And I was like, well, I don't see him. So I'm walking to my truck, putting my daughter in my truck, and I see him. He's in the restaurant right next to the one we were at. And he starts walking my way. So I get my daughter situated and then I get out the truck and he's right there in the front, right, the driver's side. And uh, he's like, hey man, you wanna buy some candy? And I was like, no, not really. I don't like sweets, you know? But uh, I said, no, I'm I'm okay, man. I said, but I'm glad that you came because God told me to bless you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. So I give him the cash in my wallet and he's just sitting there looking it like, are you serious right now? I'm I'm dead serious. And uh he's like, Well, I'll I'll give you the candy. And I was like, No, I said, Look, I said you got blessed with this cash. I said, on top of that, you can sell the candy to get more. And uh God gave me a word for him. He he gave me he said he had back pain. Yeah. So I was like, Okay. Um but I, I was still in my head from the day before when I when I got a word wrong for somebody. So I was like, I don't think I heard it correct, Lord. So I just asked him, I said, hey, you got any pain in your body? And he's like, yeah, my back hurts. And I'm like, heard you right. Like, you know, and uh, so I was like, OK, um, I was like, you know, can I pray for you? And he's like, yeah. But the thing that was that was uh, was awesome was when I gave him the money and I told him that I don't want another candy, he just looked at me. He's like, are, are you an angel? Mm. And I'm like, no, I'm just a servant of my father. And he's like, wow, he's like, I. That's he's like, that's crazy. So I asked him what he's selling the candy for, and I guess one of his friends is in the hospital and they, they're trying to raise some money up for him, you know. So um I ended up praying for his back. Um I believe he got healed and he just as I'm praying for him, I felt the Lord say pray over his family as well. So start praying over his family, and the Lord gave me a number in my head that, you know, he was gonna raise. And instantly you just see the, the love of God just pour over him. It was just, Kids crying, you know, ask him how old he is, you know, because he reminds me of one of my cousins and he was 15. Mm. And I asked him his name and then he said his name is Moses. And I was like, oh, that's a, that's a great name, you know. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, what's your name? I was like, my name is Kevin. And he's like, oh, that's my dad's name. I said, well, he must be a handsome dude, you know. <laughs> and uh, so we start, we start going and then I get another word for the kid, right? And then uh, hey, yeah, can. I asked him, I was like, do you like music? <laughs> He's like, yeah. He starts naming all these secular artists, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like, do you want to do music? And he's like, yeah, I do. He's like, I want, I want to sing, and I was like, that's what it is. So God wants to use you for His glory. I said, which is why He gave me the word for you again. And he's over here, just like. Oh, I've never met anybody like you, and I was like. There's not many people that that would just go out, step out of faith and. Yep. You know, believe that you know, God wants to touch everybody. You know, I I feel like we're all reserved sometimes, and yeah. um, especially now, I feel like God is trying to push us out there. So, um, you know, after I prayed for him, you know, I prayed for him with with the music, and I invited him over to our church. So I, I am believing that he's going to show up, and uh, God's going to use him mightily. Glory to
0: God. That's good. That's a great message because. Uh, you're just minding your own business, trying to get some food, and then, boom, you know, you, you have an assignment. So, that's how the Lord works. Um, does anyone else have any testimony, anything they want to share, praise report, any exciting news? My
2: nephews. <clears throat> uh, so, he got jumped two weeks ago now, and they broke three of his teeth, shattered his cheekbone up. But now he's uh, meeting with the doctors and they're saying he's healing faster than possible, which is like... Come on, um, Like they're just like, w- why are you healing this fast? Wow. come on. So we've been, <laughs> me and my whole family's been praying for full restoration of his face and function mm-hmm. and his memory to come back because he's concussed. He doesn't remember any of the fight. And it was five on one, so they mm-hmm. stopped him pretty good. Yeah. That's but, uh, so that was a good report this week.
3: That's,
0: that's amazing, did you hear that? That's full restoration. That's healing. Restoration. But the doctor said, "Hey, we don't even know like how he's recovering that fast, being jumped, and you know, his face all broken and
2: so now they won't, they won't touch the teeth until because they they fractured all the teeth, so they had to remove them. So now we're waiting. The the cheek has to heal before they can set teeth or put implants in. So wow, he's on track. So
0: glory to God. That's amazing. That's." Amazing. Come on and that's even a witness to the doctors. Like why is he repairing yeah, that like, fast? Yeah, that you know what I mean? makes
2: sense why he's It's a miracle.
0: Yeah, it's a miracle. Um that's the mercy of God right there. That's the healing. Yeah. Jesus is the healer. Um does anyone else have any testimonies?
4: I just have something quick. So I was helping my friend stage at home and um we, we bought furniture and we were both her and I were expecting it to be like $10,000. But it was only like four thousand. Wow! And the lady was a Christian. She just got off. She just got back from church, and she ended up staying like two two hours past her her time. You know, she was off, but she ended up staying. But we had prayed for favor and supernatural um, deals and God ideas, uh-huh. and we were just coming up with all these ideas That's that
2: awesome.
4: that would just help her in her uh-huh. um, Airbnb. But I just want to encourage everyone to just pray and then I encourage her because every time we would go to church, she's like, let's pray. Wow.
0: <laughs> so it's so she sees you, the she value and the, the power she of prayer. Saw the
4: power Come on. of prayer. And I just want to encourage you guys to pray in everything. Yeah. You know, pray without ceasing and just pray, everything, every everything. God, pray in every occasion. God loves us and he, and he's with us and he's, he's for us. So I
0: just yeah. want to encourage you guys. Glory to God. That's amazing. Even today, um, you know, just share a quick testimony. I was able to eliminate all my debt today. All of it's gone. So glory to God. So I'm literally debt free. So glory to God. Wow. Really? Hallelujah. Right. That that's amazing. Cause you know that that can be that's a burden. You know a financial burden. You know people. You know out here like it's hard. When inflation's going up, gas prices going up, ain't no food on the shelves. But guess what? We're the remnant. That's why it's called Maranatha Remnant Ministries. We're the remnant. We're God's chosen. We're God's. Uh, elect and we're God's um, children and we're set apart. So, let's jump into prayer, guys. Let's come in agreement. Father God, I just thank you for this this beautiful day. I thank you for this podcast, Lord God. I thank you for the lives that are going to be touched and transformed today. That there is going to be a healing, anointing poured out today. That there is going to be divine testimonies of full recovery to people's physical body today, Lord God, all around the world. And we just believe that you're going to reach every nation, Lord, that, Lord God, you're reaching every nation for your glory, that we send forth our angels, Lord God, our ministering spirits of fire to go and give salvation, healing, deliverance, and freedom through every listener that will be listening now and also in the future. Uh, Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. You have full dominion. Let your presence be known. Let it settle here. Let the spirit of the Lord come upon me and anoint me right now to be be a mouthpiece, to be a a shofar, Lord God, to blow the horn of your truth today. That, Lord God, that it says in your word that there's streams of living water inside of us and let it be poured out through your word today. That, Lord God, you would just bless each and every person here, that they would have eyes to hear, they would have... um, they would, have in, um, they would have their eyes enlightened today. They would um, have just n- no type of distraction or any type of dismay, Lord God, but that they would truly receive your word. They would pull on the anointing. They'd pull on faith today, Lord God, and receive what they've been asking for. And that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him today. And that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, also, which is to come, we come in agreement in Jesus mighty name. amen. 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 So the title today is God's will to heal. And he sent forth his word to heal. So God put on my heart probably like probably almost two months ago to really talk about healing. You know, at our church, we started up a healing school. Eventually wanted to make it into a healing campus, and they're raising technicians. So I'm one of those technicians, and uh, God's been really working on me to learn how to minister healing to people. You know what I mean? Um, We all have gifts and callings from God, but we all are called to lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. That's part of the Great Commission. So don't think that oh, I'm not part of the fivefold ministry, right? The the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the teacher, the uh pastor, but you are a believer, and you have that power, right? You have that same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, dwelling inside of you. You just have to activate that power. And what I'm going to show you is that I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna be demonstrating how that looks like and how we can actually receive it and actually obtain it and use it anywhere we go. So um, let's go and turn to Luke 7. So if anyone got your Bibles or you guys are following along, you got notes or whatever, just uh, turn to it right now, please. And I'm not going to be going fast, but I do have a lot of word. So Bear with me, let me know if I need to slow down so you guys can write some of the verses, but we're gonna get to it. So this is uh, the New King James Version, Luke 7. Jesus heals the centurion's servant. Now, when he concluded all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum, and a certain centurion's servant who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him pleading with him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus they begged him earnestly saying that the one for whom he should do this was deserving for he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. Then Jesus went with them and when he was already not afar from the house the Centurion sent friends to him saying to him lord do not trouble yourself for i'm not worthy that you should enter my roof Therefore, I did not even think to myself worthy to come to you, but say the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he was marveled at him. And turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And those who were sent returning to the house found the servant well who had been sick. So the thing is, it's through authority and it's through the power of God that we're able to call it as it is or to call it to come forth, right? It says in, I'm gonna gonna go right here. It says in Psalms 107 verse 20 in the New Living Translation, he sent out his word and healed them, snatching them from the door of death. Mm, That's good. I'm gonna read that again. Psalms 107 verse 20, New Living Translation. He sent out his word and healed them, Snatching them From the door of death So the thing is That's what Jesus did He sent forth out his word Saying your servant's Going to be healed Because his servant The centurion servant Right That's a, a Roman soldier Back in the day what the, He was going to be dead But the thing is The centurion knew About how the kingdom works So if you look up In great faith in the In the Hebrew Or in the Greek It means that he understood how the kingdom operates. Mm-hmm. And we need to understand as believers in Christ, how does the kingdom operate? How, how can we get our answered prayers? How can we pray for someone to get healed and they actually get healed and it manifests? You know, um, this is so vital that we understand this because we're called to do so. We're called to cast out demons in his name. We're called to raise the dead back to life in his name. We're called to lay hands on the lepers and they should be cleansed in his name. So the thing is, if we're not seeing this, then wait, are we missing it? What are we missing? Are we missing because we're carnal? That what carnal means is carnality. That means fleshy. Are you all in your flesh? Are you all about yourself? Or are you about the kingdom of God? And are you about your father's business? Right? So to carry along. The the thing is about Jesus, what I, what I love about him, he was always moved with compassion. That compassion doesn't come naturally to people. No. Compassion is actually a fruit of the spirit, right? When we talk about like in the in Galatians, right? When we talk about the fruits of the spirit, and it talks about you know bearing fruit, and It also says in Galatians chapter five, verse 16, it says, I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So the thing is, if we tend to walk in the spirit, we're gonna walk in the fruits of the spirit and bear it in our lives. So when Jesus was moved with compassion, it said that that was a direct motive for five of the miracles that Jesus did, was moved with compassion. Five miracles that Jesus did, the motive was compassion. So I want you to realize that when we have compassion for people, when we see someone on their deathbed, or we see someone that's lame, we see someone that's crippled, blind, deaf, dumb, that's compassion, but that doesn't even come from us. That comes from the Holy Spirit within us. That moves us through the power of God. Yes.
4: So I just wanted to, um, for everybody to understand, so fruit... You bear fruit because you're connected to the vine, right?
0: Yes, yes. Can you explain that? Yes, so to make it real quick, Jesus says, my father is the vine dresser, so the gardener. I am the vine. Jesus says, I am your source. I am the vine. And you are the branches. So the so we are supposed to be bearing this fruit on our tree, right? It says every good fruit produces good, or every good tree produces good fruit. Every bad tree produces bad fruit, Mm -hmm. right? We're trees of righteousness, and the thing is, we're if we're producing peace, love, joy, uh, meekness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control, long suffering, a.k.a. patience, right? Tenderness, gentleness then we're actually representing the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said this, if you're not connected to me as a vine, you can do nothing of yourself. So if you're not connected to Jesus, you're not gonna be able to bear this fruit. And what God, our Father does, right? Because you gotta realize, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are three in one. They're all three individual persons, but they're all one. They're in perfect harmony. And the thing is, God the Father prunes us So what does that mean? You got a dead branch that's not bearing fruit. You got, Say you got lust, you got pride, greed, whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, God's going to cut that branch off so you can produce peace, love, joy, faithfulness, Mm -hmm. and much more, right? So let's just get that straight.
4: And I've heard that he prunes us
3: with the word.
0: Yes, the word is sharper than any two-edged sword, right? So it does pierce. It does um, get us to this place where it it chops us down, Mm -hmm. but in a good way. Thank um, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this real quick. This is kind of out of the notes, but I feel like this is going to be helpful for somebody. Um, it says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to the flesh, will the flesh reap corruption? But he who sows to the spirit of the spirit will reap everlasting life. So what that means right there is that, okay, if I'm sowing lust, pride, anger, fornication, adultery, get oh, anything, right? Anything that's not of God, I'm going to reap it in the flesh. Corruption. So the thing is, sometimes people get sick because they've been sowing to their flesh that they're receiving the byproduct of corruption. Cancer, you know, STDs, um, Certain things. I'm not saying it all derives to that, but I'm saying that there has to be a reason why it's creeped in. Because we sow. God says, I can't be mocked. Every man's going to reap what they sow. Now, sometimes, you know, people get sick from birth and all those things. So there is different circumstances. But I'm just pointing out one thing that I've seen in all the people that I've prayed for and they've gotten healed in Jesus' name, you know. Um, so we're going to carry along. Okay, so we're back at uh, Luke 7, verse 11. Jesus raises the son of the widow of Nain. Now it happened the day after that he went into the city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him, and a large crowd, and he came near the gate of the city. Behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said, do not weep. Then he came and touched the open coffin. And those who carried him stood still and said, young man, I say to you, arise. So he who was dead sat up and began to speak. And he presented him to his mother. Imagine if we seen that. Like, you know, we're, we're at a funeral and we're carrying whoever in the casket, and Jesus shows up and says, You know, I'm with compassion now. Rise, get up. <laughs> life comes back into you, right? You don't want to get the, the air knocked out of you, right? And you're like breathing, and you're like, Wait, I just got filled. Because God, see, He breathed life into us. When He did Adam, when He made Him in the dirt, He. Breathe into him, right? Into his nostrils mm-hmm. and became life. And see, Jesus is that, he's the author of our life. He's the, he's the author and finisher of our faith, right? He's the author mm-hmm. and finisher of our faith. But he's also the author of life. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And this is the word created all things unto himself, right? That's what the song we just praise and worship. He created all things into himself. Mm-hmm. That, that still mind blows me. Even being this far ahead. Um, But I'm going to keep continuing along. And the thing is, Jesus overcame all things by his precious blood. Right? So he was doing this before he died. But now he's able, he's subdued all things because of his blood that was shed upon that cross. You know, um, the Lord was talking to me about this. He says, healing is a witness to God's power. Mm, and death is a witness of the power of Satan.
3: Mm.
0: And he showed me that. Because if God's breathing life and bringing it back, well, that's the power of God. So whatever kills, steals, and destroys is the power of Satan. right? So he, he was showing me that, what the byproduct was. So I'm going to continue along. Verse 16. Then fear came upon all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him went through all Judea and all the surrounding region. So think about that. When we're actually the hands and feet of Jesus, and we're doing the signs that Jesus told us, right? Those signs and miracles and wonders are accompanied. It shakes people around you. They're at a place like, whoa, what just happened? Like, I am so fearful, but God is so real. He just sent his, he, God's with us. And it, it made God real to that person. That's, like I said, healing was, that's what really got me in when I started seeing people healed. Like, truly healed. And you're like, there is no other name that can heal. Jesus is the healer. So um, let's, can, let's go to uh, verse 18. John the Baptist sends messengers to Jesus. Then the disciples of John reported to him concerning all things. And John, calling two of his disciples, uh, said to him, sent them to Jesus, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? And that very hour, he cured many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits. And many blind he gave sight. So this was like, okay, this is a witness of what was biblical prophecy, right? In the book of Isaiah, right? And all those other great men of God that prophesied of the one, of the one true king, the one Messiah that's opening up the blind eyes. And this is what the response is. This is Jesus' response. Verse 22, Jesus answered and said to them, go and tell John the things you have seen. And heard that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Woo! Come on, Holy Ghost. That is amazing, right there. Because that's what we should be operating in. We should be seeing this happen in our everyday lives. And that's what we're gonna do this weekend on the outreach. We're gonna go preach to the poor. We're gonna see the deaf here. We're gonna see the blind eyes. I, me and Kevin, Kevin as my witness, we prayed for this lady that had a deaf ear. Jesus opened up that ear. Remember that old lady? That was way taller than me. She was like, I was like, okay, in Jesus' name. It was crazy. It was awesome. And she started, and she's like, wow, that's so clear. I couldn't hear out of that ear. Jesus opened up that ear. So glory to God. And it's just, it's His name, the byproduct of sonship, daughtership. And bearing the fruits of the spirit That you're going to be able to work In the gifts of the spirit That's good So once you obtain the fruits of the spirit You also be be able to work In the gifts of the spirit Alright So good And don't Don't get this See so many This whole society I'm not going to say this whole society But society today Is so offended by Jesus They are they don't want nothing to do with him. They don't want to hear what he says. They think it's dogmatic. They think it's a bunch of false doctrine. They think it's bigotry. They think it's false. They think this, 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 and that. But why are they so against Jesus? And Jesus is like, all this can happen if you don't get offended by me. Because the words that he says are truth. Mm-hmm. And they pierce your heart because then they convict you of sin. But really, Jesus is giving you the opportunity for mercy and grace and to have salvation. That's eternal life in him. So think about this too. This is what the Lord showed me. Faith accesses the kingdom of God and all its benefits. Think about that. So when we have an act of faith. So the thing is, as a believer, you're like, well, Christian, I just gave my life to Jesus. I don't know. Well, guess what? You have faith in your heart to believe. You use that same faith to access the rest of the benefits of God. Healing, deliverance from addiction, bondage, whatever the case is, right? Financial freedom, prosperity, right? Um, any one of those and many more that I didn't cover, God will give it to you. He's giving you a son. He'll give you all things. Do you understand? So just make sure that we keep that in the forefront of our mind. <clears throat> okay so we can continue along um all right let's let's do um right here exodus verse fifteen and twenty six okay you mean chapter fifteen yeah sorry exodus chapter fifteen verse twenty six and what it says once you guys get in there and said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord, that means if you are consistently hearing God, right, you have his ears towards him, your God and do what is right in his sight, right, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statues. I'll put none of these diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. So back in the day, Jesus, the Lord doesn't do that now, right? That was just in a place where they were disobedient. They weren't obeying. But now we have the mercy of God, right? Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So Jesus is still the healer, right? And he says, I will heal you. And when I was looking at this, I was like, okay, what what does this really mean? What what does the word heal mean? So I'm going to read it to you guys. But don't don't get it twisted when you think that like, well, oh, Jesus is putting sickness on us because we're disobedient. That was because back in the day, that's how he had to discipline, right? You have to discipline your children in different ways, but now there's mercy and grace. So God is literally sparing, he's sparing that type of punishment because what Jesus paid, right? It says all the wrath of God was poured upon Jesus, right? So that's
4: the old covenant, and this is the new, better covenant, right?
0: Because of Jesus, absolutely. Took the words right out of my mouth. So right here, this is what healing is about. Heals in the in the Greek means Rapha. So you know how there's many words of Jehovah, Great Jehovah, right? Like there's Jehovah Nisi, there's Jehovah Adonai, there's Jehovah Shalom, <laughs> but this is Jehovah Rapha. Right? And Jehovah Rapha, what Rapha means is to cure, to heal, to repair, to mend, to restore health. It's participle for Rofi, one who heals, is the Hebrew word for doctor. (laughs) So that's why we call Jesus the great physician, doctor, okay? The main idea of the verb rapha is physical healing. Some have tried to explain away that biblical teaching of divine healing, but all can see that this verse speaks of physical diseases and their divine cure. The first mention of rapha in the Bible was in Genesis chapter 20 verse 17. Refers unquestionably to the cure of physical condition. And do references to healing from leprosy and boils. The scripture affirms I am Yahweh, your physician. So we have a great doctor, we have a great physician, and that's the Lord. He heals, he mends, he restores, he makes it brand new. Glory to God. So good. All right, right here. Proverbs 4, verse 20 and 23. So why I'm covering all this, because you need to know that God is the healer. You need to know that God's not putting sickness, disease, all these things upon you. Jesus wants to heal your body. He wants you to be in perfect health. Because guess what? If you want to be used by God, and you're all like, you know, you can't move, you can't walk, you can't do these things. You're not going to be able to do as much compared to being in physical, perfect health, right? And the thing is, yeah, we also have a part to play, right, in physical health. But we need to be in this place where God's our healer and we need, to, we need to stay in his word. And this is what it's talking about. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 and 23. Listen carefully. I'm reading this out of the Passion Translation. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. And then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. So above all, guard the affections of your heart for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. Now this is King Solomon talking about this, and it would just be great if King Solomon actually like took that advice, you know, because because <laughs> he, he did fall. But like I was reading more what it means, and that Proverbs twenty three, that last verse says, "Keep your heart." Keep your heart means value and protect your mind, mm.
3: your emotions,
0: and your will. Uh-huh. Protect your soul because both kingdoms want it. Yes. The enemy of darkness, that's what the Lord told me that last verse. That was, that's what the Lord told me. He says, protect your soul because both kingdoms want it. Now think about that. It's like a tug of war. But Jesus is such a gentleman. He's knocking at your door. He wants to dine with you. But if you don't let him in, he'll stay out there until you let him in. All right, cool. All right, so is this all making sense? Everything sound good? Okay, okay, all right. So, healing comes from the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we confess the Word, Holy Spirit confirms the Word, boom, signs, miracles, and wonders happen. And the thing is, I believe. Sharing testimonies like we do about like about your 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 cousin, right? About or nephew, sorry. And like the thing is, is like when we share about these healings that God's done for us, it spontaneously produces more testimonies. That's what the Lord was showing me. He's like, you, you plant one testimony, it uh-huh. bursts another testimony. It it bursts another testimony and another testimony and another testimony. So when we share our testimony we really are in this place where we're giving God glory for what he's done for us. And it's not to boast or brag. It's about to give God edification, to give, to exalt thee, right? And to glorify and magnify his name. And with healing, I kind of want to share is that healing is not just a one size fits all, right? Um, But, the Word of God is tailored to all backgrounds, ethnicities, and cultures. So think about that. Healing, that's what the Lord was kind of imparting on me. That healing is not a one-size-fits-all. There's different ways that God can minister healing to you. But it's always going to be through His Word. And His Word is going to fit you like a tailored suit. Think about that. It's going to just fit on you. It's going to be perfect. And then... Don't think because, well, I'm from a different denomination. Why well, I believe this, this is, well, Jesus said I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's still in the business of healing. He's the great physician, right? And um, this is what the Lord was telling me. So for us, we're, we're understanding that it's God's will to heal. We're understanding that the word activates healing. The Holy Spirit accompanies comp- the, the word to manifest Miracles, signs and wonders and all that. So the Lord was telling me, well, how do you, how can you operate with the Holy Spirit? And he gave me this analogy because I've been reading the book of Judges. We just, I just finished it and it was Gideon. And he was showing me the Holy Spirit is the hand of God. He's the power, right? That's God's hand is the power, the Holy Ghost. And I need to be the glove.
3: Hmm
0: that fits perfectly on the hand of the Holy Spirit. See, I'm a vessel, right? That's like my, my earthly body suit, right? The Spirit's within me, but I should, be, I should fit onto the Holy Spirit like a glove. And this is what he said right here. We have to become the glove to the hand of God for his power to flow through us. This is one of Bill Johnson's teachings. It's Judges, verse six, verse 34. So the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. So what does that mean? Like the spirit of the Lord comes upon you. Well, guess what? That's power. But this is what the definition of what that means. came. So the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. The word used for come upon translates to put on, to wear, to clothe, to be clothed. Mm-hmm. Now that's what I feel like that was so interesting because I got this after the Lord said, I will fit you tailored, clothed, clothes you on, right?
4: Can you say that one more time? Yeah.
0: So the word used for come upon, right? When the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, Mm -hmm. translates to put on, to wear, to clothe, and to be clothed. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit clothed himself with Gideon. God put him on like a glove, Think about that. God put him on like a glove. And that's what I want to encourage you guys. Let God put you on like a glove. Let him be just in control and you will see the power of God move in your life. You will see the spirit of the Lord come upon you. And that's what I really want you to understand that this is what we are designed. We're designed to be healing technicians everywhere we go. We're designed to minister healing to people. Even when you think you can't do it, say like, I've never laid hands on anybody. Well, guess what? You submit to God and you let God put you on like a glove and you lay hands on somebody, you'll see the miraculous happen. I promise you. It took me a couple of times, but look what it says in Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Think about that. When you put on that glove of the Lord, you're trampling over all demonic principality, any type of wickedness, witchcraft, I don't care, satanic rituals. It cannot hurt you, it says. It cannot come against the spirit of the Lord, right? And the thing is, in Ephesians chapter six, verse 10, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Not your might, his might So let him put you on a, Like a glove And um, I think that's all I have For you guys today Does um, any anybody want to add on Or, or think that yeah, They so, want to share
1: so, so the thing with healing right mm-hmm. You know you go over like Oh You gave us You know a good amount of scripture. You you need to hear the scripture. You need to hear what God says in His Word for you to be able to believe that you're going to be healed, right? right. So there's a separation between your mind and your physical body. Yeah. Right. Because your the, mind is
0: your emotions. Right. Your mind so what does it we'll say in
1: Proverbs 4? There 23 says, "Guard your hearts." Yes. You also need to guard your mind. Yeah. Right. So if I'm thinking, I'm not going to be healed. Because how my physical body is, yes. that's good. That I'm not gonna be healed, right? So what does it say back in um in Genesis, right? First chapter. What day did God create the sun? When was the sun made? In the beginning. On the fourth day, the sun was made, right? So in right. the beginning God said that there'd be light. That was the first day. Right. But see the sun didn't come till the fourth day. Right. Right. So meaning so if you guys are waiting for your healing, if you're waiting for deliverance for somebody, or if you're Mm-hmm. believing in in finances um you know mm-hmm. trying to get a home whatever you're believing in right yeah in the beginning God said let there be life yep. so you got to understand that there is phases there's steps that God's gonna take and God needs you to take that first step god needs you to 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 be in the first phase right because the sun didn't come to that fourth day God mm-hmm. just didn't be like boom all right everything's created let go no 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 God took his time. To make it perfect so so with healing it doesn't matter how your physical body feels
4: right
1: it's if you have enough faith to believe that you are going to be healed you have to protect your heart and your mind mm-hmm. who cares how your physical body feels exactly how am i how, how how am i feeding myself how am i believing i'm going to be healed am i, am I believing in the natural yeah because it's, it's
0: faith in the natural no no, faith. No. What was the, the definition of faith? Is faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly.
1: So if we're believing just because our physical body is not healthy, right? If you have cancer and it's stage four, the doctor's like, "You have two weeks yeah. to live," and I'm believing that. Oh, doctor said I got two weeks to live. Yeah. That, that's, that's that's where your faith is. The physical. Yeah. But God has called us to be away from this. World, right? right? To be away from the physicality of our body, right so here. It says walk in the spirit. Exactly. So, what what I'm trying to say is, don't be, don't be misled mm-hmm. by how it looks in the physical. Yeah. Because the spiritual will come based on you.
0: Yeah, and based off the time you spend, right. It, This this is what I love right here. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom Mm -hmm. and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that we have to have this sense of way, God, we want to be well pleasing, not because we're in a place of, we're terrified of you because we honor you. We have reverence towards you. And once we get this, we'll understand that wisdom from God is showing that healing is for today and we'll get understanding about how can we get through this situation through the word? And it says right here in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 35 For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. So think about that. When you find Jesus, you find not only life itself, but you find favor from God. So God wants to give you health, He wants to make you fully whole. I'm gonna actually post on our YouTube. About the testimony that we I prayed for this guy that had stage four cancer, yeah. and I want you guys to check it out. Um, we'll 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 get a link and we'll set it up. But the thing is, we got to realize once we get the word in us, it'll start producing the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then once we um get to this place where we're mature and we grow, we'll be able to work with the Holy Spirit in His power, to heal the sick in Jesus' name. Yeah. Does that make sense? Is there anything you want to add or anything? that I did. Okay. Um,
4: piggybacking on what Kevin said is it's so vital for you to protect your ear gates, yes. your mind, your eye gates. Yeah. Because if you are feeding on, you know, like let's say you watch ER, you watch all this stuff on sickness, you are uh, producing a lot of doubt and unbelief. Yeah. and it's it's going to be tough for you to receive your 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 healing yes. cuz faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god so you have to just like consume the word like flush yourself with the word and just Yes. continue it's like medicine, you yes. know. Especially if you have like cancer, yeah. You know, so it's so vital that you just flood yourself and feed yourself, and yeah. and that's how your faith is going to grow. And that's what Jesus kept saying: your faith has made you whole. Your faith yes. has made you whole. Come he on. went like, your faith, your faith, your faith, your, your faith. faith. So how do you get this faith? By hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God, Come on. and that's how it's going to grow. So it's so vital to. You know, what are you listening to? What are you watching? Is it, is it producing faith or is it producing doubt and unbelief?
0: Yes. And the thing is, it also renews your soul. Mm. The word of God renews your soul. What, is, what does soul mean? Soul in the Hebrew means nefesh, a life, a living being, a soul, a self, a person, a mind, personality, inner desires and feelings. This noun occurring more than 750 times is highly significant in Bible terms. The soul is the word usually chosen in translation for nefesh, but heart, person, life, and mind are occasionally best studied to a particular context. And what is this saying is that this, this soul is... Your inner person, your inner desires, your your inner ambitions, your personality, how you think, how you operate. Well, guess what? That's why we have to become born again, because we need to operate in the kingdom of God now. We need to have our mind renewed. We need to be steadfast. We need to have this faith by, how does it grow? Like you said, hearing and hearing the word of God. So by you tuning in, by you listening, by you getting in your secret place with the Lord, you are going to grow into a mighty tree that's going to bear much fruit for the kingdom of God. And that's what pleases God, right? It says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And that, who else, who, that, excuse me, it says, it's impossible to please God without faith. And whosoever comes to him must know that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So think about that. We can't please God without without faith. So we're going to have to grow our faith. And I was telling someone that was dealing with the incurable disease and he doesn't know he's, he's new to the faith and all this stuff. And I said, this is what you are, man. You're spiritually anemic. You're spiritually are, are skin and bones. And I said, you need to get to this place where you become like a bodybuilder. In the spirit, you need to grow, you need to strengthen your faith muscles until you get this inner confidence. See, the confidence is comes from the word of God. Mm-hmm. Right? Confidence is when you like, man, I know the word, and no one can tell me different. It penetrates deep within your spirit, and it says you unwrap its words, right? Like we described in Proverbs chapter four, verse 20 and 23. And once we let that revelation hit us, we'll access the power of God It'll become so like It'll become brand new to us You know what I mean? So does anyone have any other questions? Anything they want to add?
2: Yeah, I think I think that's why a lot of people don't receive uh, Healing though Is because You know, they go to the doctor They're told they're sick Right so they hear it They believe it yeah. right? right And if you give them in like Proverbs 23, 7 You know As a man speaketh, Or as a, as a man thinks in his heart So is he So you go to the doctor tells you you're sick yeah. You're not gonna be healed and then now you have literally told yourself, Oh, I'm sick, I'm never gonna be healed. Yeah. yeah. You've literally yes. given up faith on everything. So yeah. how are you gonna receive something if you're not? You know, like my father, so I was we're clearing like uh like yard trimmings and stuff just one day and like had no clue this man had a claw artery in his heart. Right? He's out just working, working, working. He's like, Hey, we got a little thing going on tomorrow, no big deal, don't tell your mom. I was like, what do you mean no big deal? Turns out he's got open heart surgery he's got to have next an day. And he's like, hey, the doctors confirmed it, here's the photo of it, right? Full blockage. And he's like, no, I was already healed. Come on. Right? Mm-hmm. He, said, he said he was at Intel every day for a month praying and praying and praying. Mm-hmm. And he said it got so bad, like the devil was trying to take him out, right? Mm-hmm take him out of his faith to believe his healing and he literally said it got so bad he was in like a hot part of the the building mm-hmm. and he, he said he couldn't breathe he was feeling slow and he said he just got in the word and started praying and confessing mm-hmm. and he said the next thing he knew he said he left me right? and then we had no clue so me and my mom go to the hospital the next day with him mm-hmm. and we're like because you know i'm not going to hide that from my mom it's yeah. like dad's got open heart surgery tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Like, that's this, huge. Like, that's like, huge. Right? And then so we go, and she's she's a wreck. She's like, why wouldn't you tell me? We've been married fifty almost fifty years. I was like, I don't know. I don't know why he wouldn't tell you. He's saying he's sealed, maybe sealed. But so like, he didn't want doubt to come in. Exactly. No. Come on. Right? And what? that's why he didn't tell and that's why he told me, he's like, yeah, he thought he could trust me. He's like, I can't hide that from her. Now I'm lying. So, yes. we, go to this, we go to the hospital, him for surgery. He's under, I leave to go to Super Sister Springs Mall to pick up food for me and my mom. I yeah. get a phone call while I'm on the way to get the food. I just left, not even two mm. minutes. Next thing I know, I don't know, they're bringing him out. Bring him out, bring him out. Right, the same doctor that took the photos of his heart, mm. right, comes out, he's like, I don't know. And there's my dad who's never been on a drug or alcohol since he's like 20, 30 years old. The man's 60 at the time. Comes out all over he's like, I told him Derek. <laughs> I told him I'm healed. Uh, the doctor's doc like, I don't know how to explain this. He goes, I looked at the same photos I looked at two, three weeks ago and there's oh, wow. there's nothing. Hallelujah. There. But that, that's candy. what it is though, is what what you speak of yourself when you allow so nice. in is that's come so what nice. on what you are. Well, was so probably, come. Life and death is in the parents. Um,
1: right. Yeah. I
4: like the song that's And says, you'll
0: produce the fruit of it and eat it. Yeah. There's
3: a song that
4: says, Whose report shall you believe? Yeah. I believe the report of the Lord. And you know what I mean? Like, whose report are you going to believe? Like, your dad didn't believe the report of that doctor. Come on. So he, good. He believed the report of the Lord. Even, even when
2: he was feeling the physical elements. That's what right. he said. Because I was feeling it. And he goes, yeah. but I didn't speak that of myself. Exactly. Come so on. I on, I'm believing the exactly. is that And that's, that's the biggest right. thing. Now, now looking back through my whole journey, like, wow. Like, Come that's why he received so much of his life. Amen. That's why he's so blessed. Because yeah. like he, 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 yeah, he walks by, by, by faith, so not, not by sight. Walk by faith. Things I mean, may not work out in your favor in the moment. but That, that might yeah. be a test. It's something yeah. you need to work through yeah. to get your yeah.
0: faith. So, you so with that being said, we heard all this stuff. The word was preached. So let's see people get healed. I, I'm I'm hearing stuff about neuropathy. I'm hearing stuff about people's eyes, that their eyes have been hurting. I think, I don't know if it's staring at the screen or it's just, it's just becoming like kind of weak and irritated. Um, I hear um, ankle ankle pain. Anything else? Or kidneys. I'm hearing kidneys. So let's do this. Let's come in agreement and let's exercise our faith and let's pray for those people that need to receive healing today. Now, it could be here at Zoom. It could be on Instagram. It could be on Facebook. It can be across the world. The thing is, there is no time and difference with the Holy Spirit, right? He's omnipresent. And what does it say in the Lord's word that we read today? It says in Psalms 107, verse 20, stand on this. He sent out his word and healed them, snatching them from the door of death. So Father, we come right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you that your word was proclaimed, that we thank you that you, Holy Spirit, are confirming the word right now to people. We command neuropathy to be healed and whole and restored in the mighty name of Jesus. We command eyes to be restored and healed. Any type of weakness, infirmity in their eye, leave in Jesus' name. Eyes be fully restored and healed. I command ankle joints and bones to be healed. Ligaments and tendons, whatever the flexion of your ankle, be healed and whole. In Jesus' name, I command knees to be healed and whole. Ligaments, tendons, meniscus, any type of cartilage or joint pain, be healed and whole by the blood of Jesus. I command kidneys to be restored, healed, brand new, Lord. In Jesus' name. I'm comp- I am hearing bone cancer. Bones, Be amended and whole in Jesus' name. We bind you, spirit of cancer. Spirit of death, come up off them right now in Jesus' name. That that I separate you from it through the word of God. And that you must go back to your master and tell them that you failed to take that person's life. And I cast you into the deep right now. I'm ministering healing upon them. That ministering spirits of fire are coming your way and restoring your body. In the mighty name of Jesus bones be healed. Every type of weakness in the bone, any type of holes in the bone, brand new, Lord God. Give them calcium and magnesium and whatever they else they need that they're lacking deficiency of. Be healed and whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, anything else, Lord? Anything else? Migraines, be healed and whole in the mighty name of Jesus. Is anybody else picking anything in the spirit? Anything else that needs to be ministered to? Next, be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Cancers must leave in Jesus' name. I'm hearing uh, melanoma. Leave right now in Jesus' name. I command you, skin cancer. I bind you in the mighty name of Jesus. I cut you off right now. Separate you from that person. Go back to your master and tell him that you failed. And I cast you into the deep in Jesus' name. And you will not come back in Jesus' name. Lord God, bless each and everybody here, Lord God, with restored strength, with restored health, Lord God, restored just vision and despair. And hearts that beat for you, Lord God, that you put this burning in their heart, Lord God, to really see your power come to pass. That it's not about what we see, it's about what we believe and what we hear through the word of God that will transform and it will manifest in our lives. Bless them, Lord, as they come and go. Bless each and every person here. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.